What's cracking into our number two? Or maybe our number one, depending on where you live. Either way, I'm in SoCal. I'm live. I'm Jim Rome. It's great to have you here. Really quickly, the beef segment is at the top of our number three. We've got a great interview to get to right now, but quick heads up. Beef segment, top of our three. Start calling 1-800-636-8686. I mentioned I've got a great interview right now. We are joined by a guard for the Orlando Magic. He's in his third season. He was selected with the fifth overall pick in 2021 by the Magic out of Gonzaga, where he was an All-American. This season, averaging a career-high 12 points and three rebounds per game, he had 15 in last night's win over the Jazz. The Magic have won 10 of their last 13. They host the Pistons on Sunday. We are joined right now by Jalen Suggs. Jalen, it is great to have you on the program. How you doing, dude? Uh, my pleasure to be here. I'm great. How are you? I am so good. It is so good to visit with you. I really appreciate it. Give me a second to lay this out, but the Magic are one of the most improved teams in the NBA. They're one of the hottest teams in the NBA. You're a big reason for that. We saw it again last night. You hit three three-pointers in the final minutes of that win over Utah. You know, big players take and hit and make big shots. Can you explain what those moments feel like? For instance, can you put yourself into a zone or a flow state? Have you trained yourself to be more calm, or do you just let it fly? Like, what's it like in those moments? <laughs> uh, I think for me, just trying to be present. Um, and, and, and for me, winning winning trumps all. So doing whatever I need to do to win, you know, whether it's getting a stop, whether it's, you know, a time like last night where, you know, guys are finding me I got the high hand and it's knocking down shots uh, you know whatever needs to be done to get a win you know I feel like once it gets tightened in those last couple of minutes um, you know my, my ability and my thought process also does as well so um, again just trying to find ways to you know be there for my teammates um, you know find ways to win uh, late in games and that's what happened again hey, Jalen I get it I mean team first team first but you've always been that guy you've always been that guy I bet you don't even, I bet you don't even remember when you weren't that guy my question is not everybody wants that shot not everybody's going to make that shot and you're consistently in that position your teammates find you the question then is did you learn that did you train yourself for that or are you kind of built for it and hardwired for it like the clutch gene does that exist uh, it definitely exists, you know. And I think it's just something that that was instilled in me at a young age. Uh, you know, not not being shy of moments. You know, understanding that it's all a part of competition, and um, you know, to play to play at the highest level and to be at the highest level uh, is what I've always wanted to do. And uh, I think that's part of it. You know, t- taking shots during the end of games. You know, you want to be in there to close out games to give your team the best chance to win and um, and ha- have an opportunity to be in those moments. Um, and, and so, so to get those. Especially at this level, um, you know, not only, not only is it a blessing, but I think it's just a product of all the all the hard work that I put in. You know, all the all the hours in the gym, and um, I think that's where a lot of that confidence and swag comes from. Is I, I've done the work, I put the shots up, I put reps in. You know, I, I've been in this situation before, so you know, it doesn't feel doesn't feel too large. It feels normal and, and almost like a like a comfort zone. Um, you know, getting to the end of games and being in those high pressure moments and situations uh, have become something that. You know, I'm familiar with and something that I love to be a part of. That is one of the best explanations and descriptions to that question I've ever heard. I appreciate that so much. So lots of unfinished business, one day at a time, but the team has already taken a major step forward this year. What do you think is the biggest reason for the club's huge improvement from last year to this year? Um, I think a culmination of a lot of things, but I mean, you look at the the level that, that P5 and Fonz are playing at right now, and it's unbelievable the things that they're doing on a nightly basis, and I get to watch it up close firsthand. You know, sometimes I get called ball watching just because I'm watching two amazing basketball players work, uh, you know, right in front of my eyes. So, um, 
you know, definitely a lot of credit goes to those two guys and the work that they put in, you know, not only on the court but off the court and helping establish the culture, you know, and helping to, you know, bring the belief, you know, to not only everyone on the team but the organization. You know, I think everybody's carrying that mindset now. Um, and then also just a product of the work of everybody on the roster, top to bottom, you know, and the work that we've done with our coaching staff. Um, you know, they, they do a great job of keeping it fun, you know, a good loving environment, you know, which makes it easy to come to work every day. You know, almost doesn't feel like work. But also, you know, they're on us. They're holding our feet to the fire and and wanting us to be great and pushing us to be great. And I think, you know, you add all those things together, it's a great recipe, and uh, you're seeing the results of it in these games. Jalen Suggs joining us. I think that's the fine line, right? You want to coach. You want you want to be fun to come to work, but you want the coach to hold everybody accountable. It's such a fine line. Like, I talked to your coach, Jamal Mosley, earlier this year. He told me he loves having so many young dudes on the team, but for that very reason, right? Like, he loves the young energy, but he loves the fact that you also hold each other accountable. How would you describe that vibe and that chemistry of this group, and how does it translate into wins on the floor? Uh, it's super dope. It's super dope. I can't. I don't know. I, I can't really describe what being around these guys like every day. Um, I, I can't put it into words because we have such a great time and we laugh all day and we joke. Um, you know, where we share stories. We're getting closer as each day and each game comes along. Um, you know, and it's it's been super dope. Just getting to see the other side of people. You know, you come into the league, you know, as a young guard and. Um, you know, high, highly drafted, and you know you want to be a leader. Something that I've always taken pride in is you know understanding my teammates and and being able to do whatever necessary for them on or off the court. Um, and as we continue to get closer, you know, and the team hasn't changed much much these past two years. Uh, you know, so big shout out to the front office for that. But um, yeah, we're all getting closer. We're we're building that bond and that chemistry. And when we get on the court, it it flows. You know, we we understand where guys want the ball. Uh, where guys, we're all on the same mindset, on the same page, and we're hooping. So. You know, I think when you, when you have five guys that just want to accomplish one task, and that's winning. You know, not not personal stats, not you know my ego is, is bigger or above you know anything that we have going on as an organization. Um, but we just want to win, and understanding that that winning takes care of everything else, and all the personal acc- accolades and things will come with that. Um, I think we all carry that mindset, and um, I think that that's been a big part in, in why we're playing so well and why you see us quick on the court. Jalen Suggs joining us, breaking it down. You know, you're you're used to being that guy. You're used to leading from the front. You know what it's like to be a high draft pick. Being a high draft pick with expectations is one thing. Being the first pick overall and having every eyeball eyeball on you is something else. What about Paulo Bancaro? He goes from being number one overall to rookie of the year last year. He's been building off that year. He's having a huge year this year. Twenty nine and nine last last night. I mean, is the big fella the total package offensively? And how has playing with him made you a better player? He's special. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, he's special. That's why I, I, I get caught watching sometimes. Because uh, it's a great player. You know, you love watching great players play basketball, and I get to, I get to not only see him hoop every night, but I get to be around him and work with him. You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, gain gain the knowledge. You know, I, I ask him a lot of questions just about being around. You know, especially at the start of the year, what what that senior say experience was like, and you know, trying to get advice and and gain his perspective in his and his mindset on things because the way that he sees the game and the way that he plays is so cerebral and breaking down the game and seeing things before they happen. And, um, yeah, I think not only has he made me a much better player, but he's made all of us, you know, a lot better. And the things that he's doing and the attention that he attracts, um, you know, gives us space, opportunity, good looks, and all we got to do is knock him down. So, uh, yeah, I think we have a great flow. p has been having a great year, man. Not only just all around, but the clutch buckets have been crazy, you know, and, and how he gets into a mode in the fourth, in the fourth quarter. 
Dude, are you are you having as much fun as it sounds, or are you always having this kind of fun? Like, you had an amazing career at Gonzaga. You had that amazing career as a high school athlete. Has it always been like this, or is this the year? Is it different, man? Is it special? Is it that much fun? No, nah, this, this is special. And I think, I think part of what makes it so special is this is my first time kind of doing this. This is my first fully healthy NBA season. This is my first time being in the playoff race. Uh, first time winning in the NBA. So I'm experiencing all of this in real time. And uh, I think part of it has just been I've been very present in this moment and enjoying it, understanding that I'm not going to get this one back. Um, you know, the tough part about this league is, um, you know, it's hard to keep, you know, same squad, same roster, same organization fully together as it was the year before. Um, so trying to fully enjoy this moment, fully be present here. Um, and I am having so much fun, man. I, I'm telling you, I smile every day going to work smile every day being around these guys and our team and, and in this city and uh, what we're building here is special and I think uh, the city of Orlando deserves it and all of us we, uh, I think um, can speak for everybody when I say that we just want to bring them wins bring them joy and, uh, and really show off for the city for all the love and support that they've given us you know through the ups and downs I know that city deserves it. I know that fan base deserves it. Before you go, I know you're looking forward and not back, but the fact is March Madness is a few weeks away, which means your incredible buzzer-beating three-pointer against UCLA in 2021 in the Final Four is going to be in heavy rotation. Look, I know you're on to the next thing, but does that shot, how often does that still pop into your mind, and what's it like to be such a huge part of one of the greatest moments in college basketball history? Um. It's dope. I see it come up on my phone every once in a while, uh, you know, like every couple of weeks. Um, but just, just getting around this time and, and the memories that were created, not only with that team, but playing in March Madness, that was always a dream of mine, you know, to be in the NCAA tournament, you know, to make big plays, make big shots. You know, those are the ones that you practice and dream of. Um, so, so to be able to have that moment was truly a blessing. Um, and I'm excited for March Madness this year. I'm going to have my, uh, going to have my brackets ready. You know, I'm excited that I get to be away from that now and just back to – making brackets, enjoying college hoops, and, uh, and, yeah, watching the guys play. But, you know, excited about March Madness. That was a dope moment. Uh, you know, and it's pretty cool to have that etched, uh, etched in history. Dude, that moment was super dope. That was one of the dopest moments ever. Jalen, I really appreciate you. I love your game. I love your energy. I love the attitude. It's amazing that you have the perspective that you have at such a young age. That's a gift onto itself. Really appreciate the visit, man. Thanks for coming together. Thanks for making it better, and it's so good to have you on the show today, man. Thank you. I appreciate you so much. It's my pleasure. Appreciate you, dude, even more. I, I can't say how impressed I am with Jalen Suggs. I mean, I'm not surprised at all by any of that or any of his success or the way he carries himself on or off the floor, but I'm so into that. That was such a great conversation. And part of the reason why that was such a great conversation, one, the young man, credible player, and I can go on and on about that. But another reason why, access. Access. You don't get access To somebody like that, unless you have an amazing PR executive fronting for that up-and-coming franchise. George Galanti, if you need him. Now, when I talk about PR pros, the one guy above all all else, the one guy that everybody, even including my guy George, Double G. Double G would even tell you, I bet, that he would aspire ultimately to be double R. You got R2, you got G2. I know, cute, right? Raymond Ritter is still the man. Raymond Ritter is still the greatest NBR, NBA PR person ever, ever in the history of the game. I have never dealt with a PR pro like Ray Ritter. He just is the best. 
You may have seen that I posted a photo from New York. Ray immediately is on X. Romy, two tickets tonight. Garden. I got you. I'm like, damn, Ray. Incredible. Like, is there anything you don't see, Ray? I said, Ray, I'm only here for a couple hours. And it was true. I wasn't even there 24 hours. I was only there for a few hours. I couldn't do it. But then you got my man, George. George Galanti is incredible. Man, he is so good and so smart. And he gets it. And I could not be more hyped for the Orlando Magic fan base, for that town, for my man, George. That is such a good young team. They're exciting. They're coming fast. And I'm here to tell you, those two, there are a lot of really, really good PR pros. I don't, want, I don't want to get on the wrong side of some of these people that I really admire. And they're probably going to be like, yo, yo, Rome, what about me? And I'll say, you know what? You're right. I probably should have got you in there. But I'm telling you, these two are legends. Ray Ritter and George. George, appreciate you, dude. Thanks for letting your guy come on the program. Jalen showed up huge. That was fun. That was fun. The Orlando Magic being as exciting as they are. Great. I mean, you can hear it in the guy's voice. He just said it, man. It's just, it's super dope. When I said, what's it like? What's the chemistry like? What's it like, all of you guys playing together? That young crew, that nucleus, what's it like? He just said, man, it's just super dope. Super it's dope. It's so great to come to work. It doesn't even feel like work. It doesn't feel like a job. It's just super dope. Uh, it's super dope. I love it. Good, good stuff. All right, phone lines are open. There you go. The beef segment is coming up at the top of our number three. If you want to get something in, here's your opportunity now. This is how Dave and Tustin Ranch did it that day. You can get in with a take. Then you can get in with a beef. You can get on the air twice. That guy did that. And I'm like, you know what? That's never been done before. Dave, do you have three in you? He didn't, but he took a shot. He shot a shot. He almost did it. You could still do it. 1-800-636-8686. Squirrel 2. This guy is one of those guys who thinks that he makes it better and generally never does. But let's find out. Jalen Suggs is right. When you have five guys, you're all trying for the same goal. That goal, staying out of bankruptcy. Yours, five guys customers. Haven't hit that thread in a while. The five guys is super expensive thread. That was a thing for a minute. San Antonio firing back on Mario and Frisco. Ray in San Antonio, quote, Hey, at Jim Rome, tell Mario in Suck Isco... That we don't have crap in our streets. And we're not worried about stepping on needles. Also, didn't you gloss Mario and SF? Mario in Frisco? Or Frisco Mario? You know what, Ray? Good call. We did. We did. It's much simpler, too. Frisco Mario. You're right. Dear Jim. Hey, Frisco fan. San Antonio will keep our churros, tacos, mariachis, and five titles. You can keep your crabs, rice sky-high inflation, earthquakes, and homelessness. Signed, Ed in SA. Good point, Ed. 
Come to Rome, I, I, I knew San Antonio would respond. That's why I said, are you going to take that? Because I knew they wouldn't. Simulated Sid. Quote, San Antonio is an incredible world-class city with a ton of places to go and great restaurants. What an ass take, Frisco. Well, that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> hey, Rome. <laughs> Were New Yorkers going up to you and asking if you were Alex Rodriguez? <laughs> Mike in Stockton. Well played, Mike. I'm tan, but I'm not that tan. I'm tan, but I'm not burnt to a crisp. I'm tan, but I didn't fall asleep in a tanning bed and sleep there overnight like Alex. This guy's calling me out on the deck of yeah. At Mark Ham five five four six five two four one. Hey Mark, let me guess. Somebody you let the you let the app pick your handle for you. At Mark Ham five five four six five two four one. Quote Even a guest host would have remembered the deca yeah. Hashtag vacation is over. Yet totally not a burner account, Mark. <clears throat> Hashtag vacation is over. Right, Mark? Because people always take vacations midweek. Yeah, hey, Mark. You know, Hey, burner account Mark. You know what my vacation was? Going to New York City for under 24 hours. And coming back for work. For work. That was my vacation. Yo, Rome. I know you take a lot of vacation. What did you do for your vacation? Oh, I went to New York for 16 hours and then turned around and came back for work. You know how I know it was a whirlwind? I, got, I have a story to tell you. And I'll tell you that story when I come back. Don't go anywhere. Open phones on the other side of this. You have a phone, right? I know you do. Get it out. Search for the Prize Picks app. It is on my phone right now, front and center, where I can always see it, where I can find it easily. It's also on the phone of every member of the XR4TI because we are all about prize picks. We're all about prize picks because prize picks is America's number one fantasy sports app with over 3 million members. I never really consistently played daily fantasy sports until I found this app. And the reason for that is it is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Unlike other apps on prize picks, it is just you against the numbers. You have one job. Pick more or less on two to six players and their daily stat projections. You can now win up to 100 times your money with as little as four correct picks. Turn 10 bucks into 1,000 bucks. Quick withdrawals. An enormous selection of players, sports, and stats. That is prize picks. Download the prize picks app right now. Use my code Rome, R-O-M-E, for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. 100 bucks. Who does that? They did it for me. They'll do it for you. You do have to be present in state. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It is that easy. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show.
All right, so a few things. Let me start you off with a beef. I'm not getting enough beefs. Get it going. I know it's a Friday, and you're a little unaligned. You're out of alignment. We're doing the beef segment. You know, the one you asked for when I said on Tuesday that I was going to be off for Wednesday and Thursday. So get up in here with your beefs. Call with a beef right this second. 1-800-636-8686. Hit me up on the X platform with a beef right this second. At Jim Rome, R-O-M-E. Email me a beef right this second. Rome at Habitate.com. We are doing the beef segment at the top of the hour. You're way behind. I'll even give you a second bonus beef. This dude with the burner account. At Mark Ham, 554-65241. Even a guest host would have remembered the decky, yeah. All right, fair enough. Alvi, give burner account Mark his decky, yeah. Hey, burner account Mark. That's your new gloss, dude. Burner account Mark. I'm not even saying you're wrong to call me out for not coming with the decky, yeah. That's fair. What I do take exception to, burner account Mark, is your hashtag vacation, vacations over. Vacations over. You mean that midweek jaunt to New York? You mean that vacation for work? Let me tell you about that vacation. That vacation for work went like this. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I had to knock a little bit of the rust off. I hadn't done that New York turn in a couple of years, really. I used to do it all the time when I appeared on the NFL Today on CBS, where I would go on Saturday morning and then come back Sunday afternoon and then come to work on Monday. So I hadn't done that in a while, and I could tell. Here's how I knew I was kind of rusty. So I fly out Tuesday. I get in late that night. I wake up Wednesday morning in New York City. Leisurely morning. I just did some work. And then the work that I did with X was that afternoon. And then I flew back that night. So I'm getting off the plane and I don't get that text from the car service. Yeah, yeah, I know. Clones must be nice. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it is nice. It was LAX. I got in like it, I don't know, almost one in the morning. So there was a nice sedan that was waiting for me. Or so I thought. I didn't get the text. Normally, when you land, you have a text waiting for you at baggage carousel seven, so-and-so from so-and-so. And I'm like, man, that would suck, wouldn't it? I mean, not the end of the world, but after that quick turn, it would suck not to have a ride at LAX when I'm about an hour still from home. So I get off the plane, and there's a dude, and he's not holding a sign, but he comes right to me. And he's like, hey, you have a bag, right? I'm like, are you here for me? He's like, yep. And I'm like, I don't, I'm thinking to myself, I don't see a sign. Like this dude, I don't know who this dude is. How do I know this dude's here for me? I mean, immediately like my antenna's up and maybe it shouldn't be, but it just is. So I'm like, well, but you didn't text me. He goes, yes, I did. And I said, no, you didn't. Look at my phone. He's like, well, look at my phone. And I look at his phone and he did send a text, but it was to somebody else. And then it started to get even more squirrely because then he calls me out. I mean, he's a really good dude, super good dude. But then he goes, yeah, remember I picked you up two days ago. 
And the reason I didn't really remember was I flew out of here and I got in the car and I immediately got on a Zoom call, which took up most of the ride to the airport. And I was just kind of not focused on, frankly, the driver. So he's like, I picked you up two days ago, remember? And I'm like, bro, I am so sorry. No, I don't. Are you going to this address? He's like, yes. So this whole conversation is just so weird and awkward, except he's a super cool dude. And then, and then he's being really, and I, and I really like him because he's not talking to me. I'm not going to lie to you. I like that. At the end of a trip like that, I was just, uh, clearly, I needed some headspace, right? So then I'm sitting there in the car, and we're driving home, and it's like one in the morning. And I say to the guy, finally, my man, actually, he, how funny is this? You didn't pick me up two days ago. You picked me up yesterday. He says, quote, was it? Was it yesterday? I'm like, yes. Dude, that, that's how jacked up this whole thing is. It was yesterday. We, we did this yesterday. You picked me up at the studio after the show and took me to the airport yesterday. That's how wild that turn was. It was so great. And then we both get a chuckle out of that. And then somehow, for the first time, he says something to me. He's like, yo, man, my team. I'm like, who's your team? The Lakers. My dude, and he and I have a conversation the rest of the way home. I'm here to tell you, my dude knows more about the Lakers than Braun knows about the Lakers. Like, I'm mesmerized. Like, he's just breaking it down, man. My man's just like, take, 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 take. And I literally agreed with everything he said. He, he knows more ball, and he knows more about the Lakers than Braun does. If he were the GM they'd be in a better spot than they are. Anyway, so the, the point of that story is, it's kind of funny. The other point of that story is, burner account Mark, that's the vacation I took. Quote, vacations Burn over. Man. Neither the driver nor I could, it, it was so whirlwind, and it was awesome, I love it like that, but it was so whirlwind, neither one of us could remember that we actually saw each other the day before. That's how much transpired in those 24 hours. That's how awesome it was. Got that? Burner account, Mark? Come on, man. Be real. Hey, Rome. Very rich of you to bash the Phillies for taking away their fans' favorite thing. Signed the beef segment offseason. Will in Erie. Fair. Fair. I, I don't really take it away from you. It's kind of like the sponsor decides when to give it to you. That That's one of the few things. I'm not going to say few things. That one's not under my control. We have an in-season segment, and we have an off-season segment, and it's actually the sponsor's decision. I wish it never went away. I wish there was no off-season. But at the same time, as I always say, you don't need the beef segment in order to beef. It works best. But, come on, am I wrong to say what I said about Philadelphia? Not Philadelphia, but the organization. You're going to go to Philly Fan and say, hey, I got a promotion for you. Come out to the yard. We'll give you hot dogs for a buck. You're going to let them live that life. You're going to let them have that life. And then you're going to rip that away from them? Have fun with that. 
like dollar dogs, Will, along, I'm going to follow your logic, dollar dogs always had an offseason. It's called the offseason. They don't play baseball year-round professionally. There's an offseason. So the dollar dogs also have an offseason. The offseason is not the problem. It's bagging the whole thing for good. I'll give you a comp. I'll give you the equivalent. It would be like if we did take the beef segment away. And then all of a sudden you got none. You got none. Then it would be exactly the same thing. Exactly the same thing as the Philadelphia Phillies organization ripping dollar dog night from their fans. You give it to them. You hook them on it. They enjoy that lifestyle, and then you say, nope, 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 nope. Now you're done. I haven't done that with the beef segment. The beef segment has an off-season. It didn't go away. Get up in here for the beef segment. 1-800-636-8686. One more before I go to break. Ken in SA, Rome. I honestly couldn't tell you if that lady is my kid or not. The, quote, glory hole days are a little foggy. Sincerely, Jerry Raw Dog Jones. It is a reminder. I've been here when it was glory hole days, and I've been here when it wasn't. And so having said that, uh, uh, I want me some glory hole. Wow, dude. You know what? After hearing that soundbite, glossing him raw dog is not unfair. Wow. Hey, Rome, Ward Jerry Jones spanking himself, emulating riding a horse at his daughter's wedding during the father-daughter dance. Spanking Mitch himself as from he Buffalo. riding the horse. Unwar dudes who let the air flow through their fingers out the window when they're driving. That's incredible. That's a great unwar. I could have sat at this white desk for the next 10 years and not come up with that. That should have been a beef. That would have been a great beef. All right, so we'll break. We'll come back, and you're running out of time. Get that beef in. Beef segment, top of hour three, or 11 o'clock, or 2 p.m. Eastern. one 800 Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Frisco fan, you are cracking me up today. This is so good. All right, so this guy's in. At Dr. Dre NoCal. This is actually even more fun to me today. I'm not saying I would do this every single day, far from it. But this is more fun to me today, almost, than talking actual sports. I would say that except that I had two great interviews and had a great take off the top. So it's not more fun, but damn, it's close. It's almost as fun. At Dr. Dre NoCal writes, Jim, there's a flaw in your story. X is located here in San Francisco. Do better. 
well, like, busted. Nobody's been as busted since Logan Rome sent that text to me thinking it was to Jake saying, don't tell Pops I'm in L.A. Look at this guy, Jim. There's a flaw in your story. X is located here in San Francisco. Do better. Do better. All right, Dr. Dre and NoCal. First of all, by virtue of that, you are now Dr. Dre Frisco. That's your new handle, too. Hey, listen, I'm a part of that platform. I can just go inside and change people's handles now. Well, no, I can't, but I can do it on the air. Dude, what do you mean there's a flaw in my story? Are you suggesting that I made up a trip to New York City to go to the X offices? That I made that up? That I took two days off in the middle of the week just to go do whatever? Go to Vegas, go to the desert, do whatever, go to the beach? That I made that up? Is that what you're saying, dude? That I made that up? And that I covered it up by saying, oh, I was in New York City at X's offices. And this guy's checking me hard by going, nope, nope, nope. X is located here in Frisco. Do better, Rome. Can't fool me. You might get over on the rest of these clowns, Rome, but not me. I live in Frisco, and I know that's where their office is. Hey, Dr. Dre Frisco, did it ever occur to you that X, by virtue of the size of that platform, may have multiple offices in different cities that while you might be HQ'd here, they may have other offices there? Fact of the matter is, Dr. Dre Frisco... I've been to X's office in Los Angeles. I have now also been to X's offices in New York, which is where I was. When they invite me to Frisco, I will go there and then tell that story. So, no, there is no flaw in my story. There is a flaw in your handle, Dr. Dre Frisco, but no flaw in my story. My story is flawless. There's a flaw in your logic, to be sure. But there is no flaw in my story. Flawless victory. My story is 100% true. I went to New York. I was not there 24 hours. I appeared on a panel in X's offices, and we did business. Met the CEO, Linda, in person. Hung out with my guy, Brett, who runs the LA office and is in charge of content. Saw my guy, Will Funk, from Range. Saw a number of other notables, a bunch of sponsors. We did business. This dude's like, no, man, no, 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 that's not true. Their offices are in Frisco. Do better. Hey, one more thing, Frisco fan. I'm not a hater. I'm not here to hate on you, Frisco fan. Frisco fan, you keep forgetting I am you. Or half you. So... I don't have it in for you. I am you. I'm half Frisco, half Boston. I'm Frisco Jim. That's the irony here. I'm not even Dodger Jim. I'm Frisco Jim. Or if you want to look at it this way, I'm like your half sib. I'm your half fam. I'm your half bro. My mother was born in Frisco. 
My father was born in Boston. I'm half chowed, half Frisco. No, Rome, if you're one of us, you wouldn't call yourself Frisco Jim. You'd know. No. No. Hey, Rome, if you really were one of us, number one, you wouldn't be calling yourself Frisco. You know we hate that. And number two, you would know that X is here. Flawed logic, again. At Dr. Dre Frisco. Busted, Rome. Busted. Own it. Own it. Do better. Do better than what? Better than telling the truth? You can't do better than telling the truth. Hilarious. Yeah, I'll work my way to that office. I'm sure I'll get there eventually. Let's go to the phones. Oh, check them out. Look who's here. This guy knows it's Smack Off 30. And also, for the record, I had a dream last night about the Smack Off. Like, that, that's, that's how intense this year is. I had a dream about the Smack Off and how it played out. In all my years of doing this, I don't think I've ever had that happen. It's really wild. That, that's how it's like seared into my mental hard drive. And this dude would know because this dude has won the smack off. And I want to apologize to him for making him wait. Because when you win the smack off, you don't wait. You go to the front of the line. We go to Richmond. Jeff in Richmond. What's up, champ? Jim, thanks for the vine. And thanks for... The time, and Jim, if you'll indulge me for a brief moment, Jim, I want to give a shout-out, Jim, to the millions, Jim, and the millions of my peeps across the Fruited Plain and say emphatically, Jim, that finally, Jim, the dirtiest player in the game, Jeff from Richmond, has come back to the Jim Rome Show. And, Jim, as you are well aware, Jim, Jeff from Richmond is not new to the game, but Jeff from Richmond, Jim, has always been true to the game. And as a result, Jim, I want to talk today about the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room, Jim, is the fact that Jeff from Richmond finished outside of the top ten in the Great American Smackoff number 29. Now make no mistake about it, Jim, at that moment, At that moment, the morally bankrupt clones across the Fruited Plain celebrated when the mighty stumbled. At that moment, Jim, all the nameless gray faces who, by the way, Jim, are collectively sipping on their 20-ounce cups of Haterade, who are employing, Jim, their Machiavellian tactics, and who, by the way, Jim, are driving recklessly, Jim, recklessly down the boulevard of broken dreams. Jim, they felt a sense of elation when Jeff from Richmond fell short of his goal. Now today, Jim, today, the clones expect Jeff from Richmond to be defeated, to be deflated, to be downtrodden and dejected. But, Jim, the exact opposite is true, Jim, because my life philosophy, Jim, has always been, Jim, We win or we learn. And, Jim, I want you to make a note of this key statement. Clones, pull out your crayons. Write this down. Jim, one of the greatest joys on God's green earth, Jim, is not never falling down, Jim. But, Jim, it's rising every time we fall. Jim, the bottom 
line is this. Consider this my RSVP, Jim, for the Great American Smack-Off number 30, because after all, Jim, it's not really Smack-Off season until Jeff from Richmond says it's Smack-Off season. Finally, Jim, very quickly, let me tell you what separates Jeff from Richmond from every other so-called jungle legend out there, Jim. 20-plus years ago, Jim, I put together a support team, a tribe, a system, if you will, Jim, called Jeff from Richmond's Hype Machine. This group, Jim, gives me my flowers, my shine, my affirmation, and the support I need to be great each and every day, Jim. Two members I've added to that team this year, Jim. Number one, Attorney General of the great Commonwealth of Virginia, Jim, Jason Myares. Google him, huge fan of the show, Jim. Number two, Jim, arguably the biggest free agent signing, not only in the history of sports, but in the history of entertainment, Jim, the cyborg himself, executive VP and general manager of the Houston Texans, Nick Casario, is on my team. He's given me my marching orders. He told me, get back in the gym and upgrade my luxury sled. I'm doing both, Jim. In closing, Jim, the only thing I ask of you, Jim, when I'm back on top, when I'm back on top, Jim, is I want you in the end, Jim, to acknowledge me, clones, who wants to walk with Jeff from Richmond. Jim, thank you for your time. Aloha means goodbye. War Commonwealth of Virginia. War number 45, Donald from Manhattan. War Logan Rome debuting on CBS television and knocking it out of the park. We love you, rogues. War Kathleen from Omaha. Methylene from Omaha. Staying thirsty for Aaron Rodgers and Johannes. War Matt from L.A. keeping his shine box at the ready. For Smack Off 30, Matt, don't forget your shine box. War Mr. Automatic J. Stew. With Jeff in Richmond. Good night now.